What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Somebody's Mama Podcast. We're your host, Nicole and Kendra. And we are so excited to be here today. We have a lot to talk to you guys about. As you can see, we're getting back into the whole marriage talk. But first off, Kendra, how was your weekend? Um, my weekend was pretty good. It was pretty chill, actually. So Friday, okay, so Kendon has been talking about the Paw Patrol movie coming out for months <laughs> at this point. Right. So he, like, has been looking on the calendar, and he's like, Mom, what's today? What's the date today? And I'm like, it's September 29th. He's like, bet we're going to see Paw Patrol, right? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. We're going to see Paw Patrol. So that's exactly. what we did on Friday. <laughs> exactly. Um, Saturday, I was editing pretty much all day. If you guys don't know, I have a YouTube channel and I have been very consistent on there uploading every single Sunday. Yes. And my plan last week was to, um, edit earlier on in the week and that did not happen. So <laughs> I spent my Saturday editing, um, uh, so that I could upload and it was on good. Yeah. It was a good vlog. So check it Thank out. Thank you. And it was a vacation vlog. So, you know, vacation is like, you got a lot of footage, a lot of random footage. Right. And so, um, I was getting my edit on with that my computer was moving slow so yeah it took me a lot a long time on saturday but i got it done and um sunday was my mom's birthday so we went to church and then um we took her out to lunch um and we had a great time with the family and everything and then we just had a chill rest of the sunday so we had a pretty good weekend that's awesome yes how was yours well, this weekend, I had a really good weekend, too. On Saturday, we went to basketball practice. And then mm -hmm. after that, I had to go to my mailbox that was like, I don't know what, I don't know if you have a mailbox, but it's like you move and then your mailbox is still far away. And then you got to make time to go to your mailbox. But anyway. Like your P.O. box? Yeah, like my P.O. box. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we had to, I had to go check out my P.O. box. So we went out to, you know, a good 30 minutes away to check out my P.O. box. And while we were out there, I went ahead and took my kids on a little tour through Cal State Fullerton, mm -hmm. which I am an alumni. Right. <laughs> so I saw really that picture. I was like, oh, that's so cool. It was really cool. So I went and showed them like where my class was. I mm -hmm. showed them like the gym and the bowling alley and mm -hmm. just the whole campus. I just gave, oh, we went to the library. Oh, nice. And I just gave them a whole tour of the campus and they just had so much fun. By the time I got back to the car, we had walked 11,000 steps. Wow. Okay. So you guys did a full tour. Yeah, we did a full tour. And wow. the crazy thing is, I was like, wow, you know, when we were in college, we walked a lot because Going from one side of the campus to the other side of the campus. Yeah. The class, like, that's a lot of steps. And that campus is, like, pretty big. Like, yeah, it's not a, well, I went to California Baptist University, and it's a lot bigger now. But mm -hmm. when I was going there, it was not that big. So we didn't have a whole lot of walking. And we still drove places. Like, <laughs> girl, why did you drive to class? Not <laughs> <laughs> oh, you driving to class, though. We would just, right. just walk. And yeah. on Sunday, we went to church. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I said it last week that we started going to a new church or whatever. And uh -huh. it was good. It was a good time. And it was really nice to kind of add church to our schedule because mm -hmm. it gives us all something in the house to look forward to or like... Yeah. It doesn't feel so much like, okay, what are we going to do Sunday? Or just them just lounging around or just right. watching on TV. It was really nice to like, you know, really add that back to our structure of our weekends of going yeah. to church on Sunday and everybody getting dressed. And 
I don't know. It's really added a lot to our weekly life. So when good good yeah it does feel good to physically be in the building because i think like with the pandemic and everything we kind of got comfortable watching at home as well and so because before we didn't miss a sunday right we went every single sunday um because we're also involved in church and, and everything like that but like since the pandemic we moved a little further out and it's like an hour to get to our church. And so sometimes we just, we're like, oh, you know, we don't go every single Sunday. But we did go this Sunday as well. And it did feel good to like be physically in the building. It makes a difference. Yeah, it really does make a difference. But yeah. Okay, let's move on to our mama moments. Um, I guess I will kick it off. So you guys, please forgive me. If you guys were listening last week, you know that <laughs> I was sick, right? Right. And I still have a little bit of a cough, so I'm going to cough right now. Um, Yeah, so last week when we went to the park by my house, Mm -hmm. um, one of my son's um, friends from school, they're actually in the same class, and we knew he lived in our neighborhood, but we don't really like, they've never played, huh? Y'all go outside? We go outside, but, like, we don't coordinate, like, going outside with, like, the neighbors and stuff like that. And so whenever we go to the park, there's never really anybody there unless I call uh, my other neighbor that actually have her phone number. Mm -hmm. I'll call her and say, hey, you know, we're going outside today. You guys coming out, whatever. But as far as his classmate, we've never seen him at the park. The mailboxes are by our house. So sometimes after school, his dad will like swing by the mailbox and they'll wave from the car. So like that, but like they never like played at the park together. So we went out there the other day and uh, he he was there. And so they were so excited. They called each other's name. They're like, is that you? Is that you? And they're like, yeah. And so they're all making all these plans or whatever. And they're like, yeah, we'll be at the park tomorrow. You know, I'll see you tomorrow, whatever. And so um, the next day, Kendon actually went to a friend's house. He wasn't home. And so someone else was supposed to be coming over. And so I opened the door and it's the little boy. (laughs) And he's like, Hi, I'm looking like, is his mom out there? Like, he just be roaming the neighborhood, child. But it's like, <clears throat> our community is only two blocks. Uh-huh. So um, he lives like right behind us or whatever. So I guess he just walked over. I don't know. Um, and so he's like, hey, is Kendon here? Can he come out and play? Aww. And I'm like, oh, this is so cute. Like, <laughs> I remember being a kid and, um, you know, our neighborhood friends coming over and like saying, can you come out and play and stuff like that. And so this is the first time that's happened for him. Mm-hmm. So it was so cute. It was so funny to me. because he's this little boy. He's like, can he come over and play? And I'm like, oh, he's not here. And so the following day we were at church. And um, he's on the ring camera, like, hey, is Kendon home? (laughs) (laughs) So my husband is like, so-and-so is at the door again. Like, we're in church. He's like, so-and-so is at the door again. And so I'm like, oh, he is so cute. And so, um, you know, we have to tell him, like, we ain't home. You know, we'll come by when we get home forever. And so um, Kendon was so excited when we got home. And we went over to his house. And, of course, now he wasn't home. Oh, my God. But it was just so funny. 
so funny and so cute. Kendall was so excited to run over to his house. He's like, Mom, which house is his? And I, he said it was the second house. And so he's like, okay, this, this must be it. So he's all excited. He's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just so cute to see, like, his first, like, neighborhood friend experience, I guess. Yeah. Um, so they actually didn't get to end up playing because then he was at church. They go to church at night. But they're going to see each other in class tomorrow. So it's okay. And um, I got his mom's phone number and everything like that. But yeah, I thought that was a cute little moment. Um, that is and I'm like, he's growing up. He has little friends coming to the door. Ain't that something? <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, they get to that age where they like can go to the door or just hang out with the neighborhood kid. That's cool. I love that. Right. Right. And I'm like, we don't do that over here. You don't think you finna just be leaving the house and going over there knocking on his door. I'm coming with you. Like, <laughs> no, I, had kid, I had a kid like that once um, at our old place where we lived, where this kid would come to our door every day. Mm -hmm. Just like, where do you live? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know where you live. Like, right. <laughs> and then yeah it was it can it can turn into a lot but hopefully you guys will probably be able to keep it controlled because well one of y'all is gonna be able to keep it controlled but right because i already told kid and i'm like you know we're not gonna do this every day you guys can do it like a couple times a week but we're not gonna do this every day because you can't just go outside by yourself right. like i have to come with you so it has to work within our routine and our schedule as well Whereas for him, he could just go. He could just be out. Like, we're not doing that. He has this little watch where they can, you know, keep track of him and stuff like that. But I'm like, no A way. watch? Yeah, so there's this cool, um, I don't know if you heard of a gizmo. Uh-uh. They have these cool, if you guys are listening, they have these cool little watches where, um, say you don't want to get your child a cell phone because of, like, the internet and stuff like that. There's a watch that they can communicate, they can text message, and they can call, I think, like five to ten phone numbers that you can um, install in there for them. Oh, wow. I didn't and they can only call those numbers, and I think only those numbers can call them. Oh, wow. And I think, of course, they can call, like, emergency and then they have text message and then it has like an alarm. So you can set reminders for them to like brush their teeth or it's time to go to bed or it's time to read, whatever. Wow. Um, and I think they can keep track of their steps on there as well. Oh, wow. And it also has like the little tracker on there. So you can check their GPS of where they are. And so we got Kendon one too. I'm going to give Tom for his birthday. Uh, because, you know, with everything going on in the world, if something were to happen at school and yeah. your kid doesn't have a phone, it's like you wouldn't, there's no way for you to be able to get in contact with your child. You just have to wait for the teachers or the principal or whatever to contact you. So we're just living in the age that we're in. We're like, this is a safe option to go ahead and like get him something to communicate with us. I love that. You know what? I heard my daughter talking about some of the kids at school coming to school with a, a certain watch. That's probably what it is. Mm -hmm. I think it's a great alternative to a cell phone. And then the lady said that once they're old enough to get a cell phone, you can keep their same phone number. Oh, wow. That's mm -hmm. good. To know. Yeah. That's it's actually really cool. Yeah. It's only like $100. And I think it was like $5 to add to your phone bill. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'm definitely going to check that out. Right. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and share with you guys my mama moment because mm -hmm. my mama moment is actually on theme today. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> Today, when I pick my daughter up from school, she goes, yeah. The other girls, they were in a group and they wouldn't let me hang out with them today. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know why? Mm-hmm. And said, you could only be in the group if your parents are separated. What? Because they were just, they were talking about how they're dealing with their parents being separated. So oh. that in the group, the girls that have parents that are separated, they were having mm-hmm. conversations about their their lives, about wow. being separated. And they were just like, no, like you can't be in this conversation because your parents are not separated. So was this a um, like a playground conversation or was yeah. it facilitated by an adult? This is a playground conversation. That is so mature for kindergarten. It's- the girls are on another level, okay? Girls that are- is so... So these little girls decided to sit in a circle and talk about their feelings of their parents being separated. Yes. I mean, it's rude of them to, like, dismiss her, <laughs> but I think it's so amazing that they have formed a connection where yeah. they can come and talk about... Yes. In kindergarten. Like, that yeah. is... That's next level. Yeah, it is next level. So then she was like, yeah, their parents are separated. So they wanted to kind of all sit together and talk about it. So I didn't get to join them. But (laughs) this is the best part. (laughs) But at the end of the day, I told them, my grandma and grandpa, they're not together. (laughs) (laughs) She said, so maybe they'll. Maybe they'll let me be part of the group because my grandparents, they don't live together. <laughs> They're trying to make a connection. <laughs> oh, bless her heart. Oh, my goodness. And I volunteer, so I know the girls are actually really nice kids. Yeah. They mean well. And yeah. Audrey completely understood. Yeah. I mean, wanted to be like, hey, this is recess. Aren't we going to hang out? But Right. They and have, I'm pretty sure if they were older, they would have had better um, verbiage to explain to her why she wasn't included in the conversation. Yeah. Like you said, it's not mean spirited, but it's just like, what do you, you know, you can't re- really relate to this. And so yeah. when you're talking about something like that, you don't really just want spectators. You want people that can like participate in the conversation. And right. it's so crazy that we're saying this about kindergartners. Like, I am blown. Yes. I'm blown away that these kindergartners sat down and said, your parents are separated, your parents are separated, your parents are separated. How do you feel about this? Yes. Like, let's talk about it. Right. Kudos to them. I'm sorry. Kudos to them. (laughs) (laughs) They must be in therapy. Yeah, they might be. They might be because, um, I don't know, but kindergartners these days in girls are just like. Very mature. The mature level is wild. Like it's just oh, yeah. wild to me. Oh yeah. Even um for my two year old, the her teacher was like, you know, Araya is the youngest in of the two year olds, mm-hmm. but she's way more mature than the two other boys that are older than her. And I was just mm-hmm. like, she was like, yeah. the youngest. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's just mind blowing how God created us. It's just yeah. Like, I was gonna say wow. girls, girls are you know always more mature, and it's so funny because you're not lying. Kindergarten is wild. Like Kenny used to come home with the craziest stories 
yeah. of people telling him, girls telling him that that he was their husband or he was going to be their husband and they're getting married and like all this stuff. And I'm just like, he was like, and she tries to tell me what to do. And like, she says, I have to sit with her. And she told me I'm her boyfriend and I don't think I want to be her boyfriend. And it's like, what? Girls are not thinking about that type of stuff at all. At all. And girls would be like, yeah, there's a mom, there's a dad, there's a baby. Yes. Family, there's a this and that. And, and then boys just be like, I'll play dodgeball. Right. And then they're so confused. And then Kenny's just like, yeah. I, I think I probably talked about this last year when he said that they swapped. Like he was supposed to be somebody's boyfriend and then they switched because <laughs> he liked the other girl and something but then he had to switch back because the girl was upset because she didn't want to switch and I'm like what does all this mean to you guys yeah, what, is, what is this what are y'all even talking about what right are- like what does it mean to have a girlfriend and he's like I don't know you play together and I'm like okay oh, anywho it's a lot, it's a lot. It's a, kindergarten alone is a lot it's a lot okay? kindergarten is a lot first grade's conversations have been a lot milder yeah I don't know if it's because of the change in the the, the classmates or what, but I haven't heard those same conversations. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so we are going to move into today's topic. And to stay on theme of last week, you guys, last week we talked about um overwhelming um, amount of divorces um, yeah. that we have seen in social media um, over the last few months and really this year, honestly. So we talked about that last week and we kind of gave some tips to just sustain the longevity of your marriage or of your relationship. And so this week we kind of want to continue with that series and we're going to be talking about reigniting the flame within your marriage. Yeah. And oftentimes, you know, when you get married and you have children, um your focus kind of shifts and Things change over the weir- over the years, and you can look up 10 years, and you're like, the flame has dwindled down, honey. And so today, we're going to talk about some tips that we can do to reignite the flame. Yes. And if you watched last week's episode, you already know I touched a little bit on the importance of date night mm-hmm. and how I felt that part of the reason people could be divorced <clears throat> is they're not having date night. Because when you got kids, and you have a busy life, and you go on date night, you're quick to find out like, oh, wait, I like you. Oh, wait, we haven't had this type of conversation in a while. Oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> we still like the same foods. Oh, wait, we still like to go to the same places. Oh, my gosh, I really like you. Like, right. <laughs> you you get so busy and you're so busy with the kids that you forget that you actually like enjoy this person. And so consistently having date nights, even mm. if they're a movie and food at home when the kids right. go to Sleep. Even if it's, you know, dropping the kids off for an hour or two, mm-hmm. like don't, or even like, you know, um, different programs will have like kid, parents night out and your kid yeah. goes like an hour or two. Mm-hmm. And it's just completely worth it to find the time to do date nights consistently. Mm-hmm. And even if it's like, okay, this month we're going to do two, one in the house and one out of the house. Like, yes at least get those two in. So then, you know, one time a month, you're paying for it to go outside the house. Mm-hmm. It just makes a big difference. It reignites the flame and it just is a good 
consistent reminder that, oh, wow, we still like each other. We still love each other. We're just busy. Right. And it's showing your kids that you are, your marriage is a priority. Right. Because a lot of times our kids think everything is about them because we do make everything about them. Right. But showing them like, hey, no, mommy and daddy's relationship is just important as my our relationship with you. If there was no us, there would be no you. Yeah. So just, <laughs> <laughs> just keeping in mind that making your date nights and like spending time with each other a priority is like a huge factor in keeping that flame alive. And it's something to look forward to. Right. Definitely something to look forward to. A time to go to your favorite food place that you don't get to go to often Mm -hmm. or just going somewhere that you don't normally go. Right. A new place and get dressed up for each other. Like, don't just be like, throw on your same old mom outfit. Like, let them know you still got it. Okay. Like fix yourself up, zhuzh yourself up, put on a cute outfit, maybe even throw a little heel if you dare and, you know, have a good time. And like Nicole said, it doesn't have to always be spending money. It can be creative. Like it could be going for a walk or maybe taking your lunch break together. Like if you guys live, I mean, if you guys work within the same vicinity, taking your lunch break uh, together is a good idea. Um, or even just like Nicole said, dropping the kids off at the friend's house and like going for a couple of hours. So yeah, I think that is a great key factor. And at least once a month, please, at least once, like bare minimum once, bare yeah. minimum, bare minimum. Because really, really, um, you could be doing this possibly every Friday night. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Friday night. We, I know we do a thing where we watch our shows that we watch together mm-hmm. on Friday nights. Yes. So we can only watch a show together on Friday nights or in yeah. Saturday. Like your special time. Yeah, this is our show. Okay? Right. You watch a show with another <laughs> person, you're going to get cut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and so whatever it looks like for you, just like make it special. Like just try to do whatever to make it special. Like Nicole said, like if it's like only your show, like don't go and watch the show. Don't make it special, okay? Um, so another thing that you could do is just keeping that communication open. We yeah. talked about this last week as well. Like communication, we always talk about how communication is key. But talk about your feelings, talk about your desires, talk about your concerns. There are so many cool conversation cards that you can get. Yeah. If you have trouble like finding new things, new fun things to talk about, because it's easy to get into the habit of only talking about the kids, only Mm -hmm. talking about the bills or what's coming up on our calendar, what event we have to go to. But Having those fun topics to talk about to just kind of re-get to know each other because, you know, we're changing, we're evolving, we're growing and, you know, we like new things or, you know, sometimes we don't take the time to like expand our horizon. So we don't even think about like, what do I like? Like what new hobbies may I want to take up? So if you guys um, can't really think of fun things to talk about, you can always get those little conversation cards Or something my husband and I used to like to do is um, like take little sheets of paper and write Mm -hmm. down different little topics like fun or funny things and then like serious things and like just different topics, throw it in a jar, shake it up and talk about it. Um, 
so those are fun ways to kind of like keep the communication flowing. Like, you know, like, what do you want to do? Like, is there a vacation that you want to take? Like, you know, just keep it flowing. And on nights where, you know, you want to kind of mix it up and talk about have those um, conversation starters. You can also, there's also apps. Mm-hmm. I know back in the summer, we would do this fun one on Friday nights where we just had to like, it was just like a game and you just had to like guess what oh, the heads up. But yeah, we would play heads up. Uh-huh. So you can mix it in fun stuff in there too. Like you can have the cards to talk about conversation or talk mm-hmm. about different things, talk about how you feel. And mm-hmm. then you can mix it up with something fun in there and just yeah. you know, taking that time to practice communicating to mm-hmm. each other, you know? Yeah, that's good. Uh, so another way that I like to spice things up is to try like new things at home. Mm-hmm. I say new things, I mean like <laughs> puzzles. <laughs> hmm. What kind of puzzles? <laughs> okay, but seriously. Trying a new hobby or trying something that you guys have never done before. Just trying Mm -hmm. something new always spice things up because it's going to be awkward. It's going to be funny. It's going to be, you know, what is this? Um, Something I have really been thinking about trying is a puzzle Mm -hmm. because my husband and I have not made a puzzle together in a really long time. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I'm worried about is like the kids are going to like mess up the puzzle that's what I was going to say, too. Like, encourage each other to kind of, like, do things outside of the home, too. Because it's, like, a lot of the times, if you're... if you're, You already spend time at home, right? Like, doing the everyday thing. So, sometimes taking yourself out of that environment will spice things up in itself. Yeah. yeah. So, like, even if it's something that you normally do at home, like, like take a movie, for example. If you always watch movies at home, switch it up. Let's go to iPick. Go to the to a new movie theater. They have, um, I forgot what it's called, like Cine. Uh, I forgot what it's called in LA. But um, it's like a new movie theater. It's kind of like the dine-in movie experience. Um, but it's like giving a more of a like luxury vibe to it. Spice it up. Do something different. Like, you know, step outside of the home. Try a new activity or hobby or just even something random. We used to do back in the day. You guys remember Groupon? I, th- I don't know if Groupon is still around. You know, I think it is. But I think that is a good point. Like trying like a Groupon or just something random things that are happening in your city. Like you can look up like things that are happening in your city. Mm-hmm. Go try something different, something yeah. new. Yeah, just to keep it exciting. Like something that you won't, like your partner won't expect you to like bring up. You, you know, know- you know what I always thought was interesting that I've never done is um, in Long Beach, they have that duck boat where you get on that boat and you go, do you know what I'm talking about? A paddle boat? It's not a paddle boat. It's like a boat that fits maybe like 30 people or something like that. Uh-huh. And it's a duck. And then you get on it and then it goes through the street and then it goes into the water. Oh, I've never <laughs> seen that. And then it takes you like all through the ocean and stuff. I, I oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, but yeah, I think stuff like that, whatever is unexpected and it's like a cool experience, especially if it's like something that both of you have never done, it always makes it fun because even if you're both terrible at it, it's like it's hilarious, it becomes funny. Like, you know, something that's fun. Hmm. 
a cooking class. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good so, one. I was the queen of Groupon back in the day. I would literally just like, if I wanted to plan a date night, I would go on Groupon, scroll and see like what fun new things like Nicole was saying in the city. We did like a sushi making class one time. Oh, wow. We did like sip and paint, um, the indoor rock climbing, like they had so many things on there. I literally would just be like, and he would be like, oh, this is so cool. I'm like, yeah, Groupon. <laughs> <laughs> and you get a little deal. But normally, I would go on there for the ideas because those are things that I wouldn't, you know, just randomly like, ooh, I'm, let's go take a sushi making class. Like, you know. Right. That yeah. would be on your agenda, your right. plan way. Another thing, I think this is a key point for women as well, because men love this. They eat it up. They eat it up. Okay. Um, showing your appreciation or gratitude. So even for the small things, you guys, this is this is a hack. If you have something that you want, <laughs> <laughs> somewhere you want to go, something you want to do covered up, listen, shower them with appreciation. You know, showing appreciation for and even if you're in a marriage where you feel like he never shows me appreciation for anything, sometimes you have to show people how to treat you, right? Right. So if you're constantly or not constantly, but you know, just modeling, showing them that this is how you communicate when you appreciate someone. Um, so expressing your gratitude for little small things that they may do, um, even if it's routine, um, like say your husband makes coffee for you every morning and you're, he's been making coffee for every morning for the last 10 years and you're just used to him making your coffee. Stop and say thank you. You know, I really appreciate you making my coffee because you don't have to do that. Like, you know, right. and kind of just like taking the time to slow down and like verbally express your appreciation goes a very long way. Um, I noticed that even just in public with people, like saying thank you so much, like at the grocery store, people be like, you know what? You're so welcome. Like <laughs> people just want to have like dialogue, I guess. Yeah. And sometimes people just want to be seen. Um, so I think especially if you've been married for a long time, sometimes you kind of just do things out of habit or like, you know, you have your routine. You just yeah. keep moving about life. And slow it down and show that gratitude. And always take the moments to celebrate the small wins. Like mm -hmm. when your partner has a small win at work or within their own friendships or within their own goals, mm -hmm. like take a moment to celebrate, <coughs> whether that's a, a card or mm -hmm. balloons or flowers, like those, even those things that seem like, okay, that's just balloons or those are just flowers or this and that. Like mm -hmm. it really does go a long way. Like celebrate the small wins because yeah. they lead to the big wins. That is so true. And that's the time where it's a good time to look into whatever their love, love language is. Yeah. Um, because if your partner's love language is words of affirmation, a card goes a very long way. You guys yeah. have really good cards. Like even a handwritten note. Yes. No, that goes a long way. A long way. A post-it note. Yeah. Like just those small little gestures like that, they really go a long way. If someone is a words of affirmations person, if they are a um, quality time person and you're always busy ripping and running, like 
set aside that time special for them. I think it's so important to lean into each other's love languages because that's how you connect. Yes. And that's really how you keep that flame going because when someone feels like you took, you've taken the time to love them in the way that they want to be loved. Yes. I mean, it just does wonders for your relationship because that's what we want, right? Like we right. want people to love us the way that we want to be loved. Like guys are the same. Yeah, don't love me the way you think that I want to be loved. Love me the way that I want to be loved. And if you haven't dove, done the love language um, test with your partner, I highly suggest it because it does help you to understand each other better. It really does. It takes your relationship to the next level because if you are doing something and it doesn't speak to them, then it really doesn't do much or doesn't help improve anything because that's just not how they feel loved. And for both of you, it goes a really long way. Yeah. If your if your partner's love language is not gifts, if yeah. their love language is quality time, and instead of showing up for an event that they've planned that's very important to them, you send a gift instead, that gift means nothing. Nothing. Because at all. your presence is the gift. Because mm-hmm. to a person whose love language, my love language is quality time. I like gifts, of course, too. Everybody likes gifts. But my love language is quality time. So you showing up to um, something that I have planned, are you taking the time to spend time with me and like show up for me? That means more than a thousand gifts to me. Yeah. For a person whose love language is quality time, like, yeah, the gift is nice, but your presence means so much more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking on presents, one of my favorite things to do is to plan a getaway. Yes. Oh my goodness. I love to plan a getaway. I love to just rekindle. I don't really even have to go that far away, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think that's also really a good marriage hack is mm-hmm. planning the getaways. Yeah. Even if they're like once a quarter, mm-hmm. like a good even if it's just a Saturday to Sunday, mm-hmm. like if you can plan once a quarter mm-hmm. getaway, mm-hmm. it makes a difference just to get that refresher, like that sleep refresher. Uh huh. <laughs> Listen, you need it. <laughs> uninterrupted sleep and uninterrupted time to commune. Yes, it is necessary. <laughs> okay, in a clean. In a clean room. Right. <laughs> no, nobody ain't gonna wake up or busting in. Like, you know, you can take your time. You yeah, can, you, don't you know, know. You can set the mood, set the vibes. And yeah. It's mandatory, especially if you have kids, especially if you yeah. have a busy lifestyle. Like, just take the time. Yes. Okay. If you can plan or find time to take a real vacation, like, do that at least once a year. If you can't, a staycation, like she said, one day overnight, I I suggest a full weekend if you can, (laughs) but you know, if you can, but um, something, you know, something, something special, something different. And for some people that might be literally impossible. Yeah. And do it at home. Take the kids somewhere else. Allow them to stay outside of the home. And create your own little getaway. I've seen people do like put the air mattress in the um 
in the living room and set up like a cute little picnic. Oh, okay. Like, have you seen that? Where they take it and they put like a little blanket over the air mattress and then like put like set up a cute little charcuterie board. Not in the house, but I've seen it like in the backyard. Yeah, like wherever, you know, get creative. If you, because everybody can't afford to do like the whole getaway thing, but if you can't, you know, make the getaway at home or heck, do one of them. um, (laughs) When you go to the hotel and they show you the little presentation, you can stay for free, y'all. Sign up for one of them and get you a free vacation. (laughs) You just have to do 90 minute uh, presentation. You just have to sit through a 90 minute presentation you can get a free weekend getaway, okay? Yes. They got a good one over there in a, on the way to San Diego, too. I forgot the name. And right. I tried, but they said you can only bring two kids. <laughs> okay, so we ain't talking about the kids now. We talking about for oh, the couple. Sorry, 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 sorry. She always thinking about her kids, y'all. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I forgot. Because it was a cute little place that they was trying to get us to go for free. <laughs> Like, stop calling me. I got three kids. Thank right. <laughs> yeah. So do whatever you can, but it's very much needed. Big or small, like a little getaway does so much for it's an it's something about getting si- getting outside of your everyday environment yeah. that brings a smart spark to the relationship. Like you will notice your partner is like you know, ease, like people on vacation are more relaxed. Like they're ready to have a good time. They're ready to just enjoy. Most people are ready to just enjoy the experience. So when you remove yourself from your home, because in your home, you see the stack of bills over there. You see the stack of laundry that you haven't got been able to get to. Right. Like your office is right there. It's just stressing you out. Your kids are running around. You can't really fully relax in that environment. But as soon as you step away, it's just like something just like lifts off your shoulders and you can breathe and you look at each other and you can just enjoy each other. Like, it's just something about it. It's the coughing is because I'm talking. The more you talk. Oh, yeah. Because the air. Yeah. The more you talk, the more you cough. I'm pushing through, y'all. Pushing through. Yes. We go like. Along with the getaway, I feel like the getaway ties right into prioritizing intimacy. Yes. Um, Because for some people, you just need that time away to like reignite the flame in that area as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But keeping the intimacy alive is very important in any relationship because it just helps connectivity. Like it just helps you be like, in tune with each other, keeps your chemistry alive, keeps those endorphins going. Um, And so not just physical intimacy, but emotional intimacy, like spending time with each other, like all these things that we have been talking about promotes intimacy, like having that connection within communication, like having those intentional date nights, um, you know, doing activities, like there's different things that you can do to like spark that intimacy within your relationship, but make it a priority. Like, don't let it just be the last thought at the end of the day. Like, oh yeah, I got to do this. You know, we we ain't been intimate. We got to be intimate, you know, whatever. But like, (laughs) I was watching um, Kev on stage and he was talking about how like the intimacy in his marriage when they would be 
on getaways was completely different than the intimacy intimacy that they would have at home. Mm-hmm. And he was just like his wife. He he was saying like my wife is just so much more relaxed, mm-hmm. and we could just do all types of things and mm-hmm. just be going free. and free. He was like on a balcony in New York, just having a time. And he's like, I can't be on the balcony. In my neighborhood. No. It don't work like that. <laughs> it don't work. It don't quite work like that. So the, also, as well as being able to reconnect, mm-hmm. it, having that intimacy and that freedom in a different place, uh, it brings out a different person as well. So. Especially, I feel like, especially for women, because at home, you know, you're thinking about, are your kids going to wake up? Like, you know, what's about to happen? What do you have to do tomorrow? You know, whatever. You have all these things going through your mind. And so you can't just be swinging from chandeliers mm-hmm. when you got a two-year-old that's going to get up at any time. At any minute. At any minute, you know? And you're not trying to traumatize your kids either. Because I see the TikToks yes. where they be like, oh, no. Mom, what this, dad? Yeah, why is the door locked? <laughs> yeah, and mom... I- are you hurt like it's just it's yeah like, you can't you can't use lot. your voice like you want to use your voice you it's a lot it's, it's just a lot so yeah. yeah okay <laughs> but yeah explore each other explore your desires like you know when you are getting up there in like years of marriage it's cool to switch it up <laughs> <laughs> Explore each other. Explore things. Like, try new things. Exactly. Keep it spicy. <laughs> Definitely keep it spicy. And uh, another area that I like to keep it spicy <laughs> is called shared responsibilities. <laughs> okay? That's a good one. And when I say shared responsibilities, I'm talk- I'm not talking about intimacy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I when can't. I'm talking about shared responsibilities, I'm talking about, listen, I know one thing. When people are getting divorced, the first thing they're quick to say is, I did everything. I yes. did everything. I'm doing everything for everyone all the time. That'd be yes. the main, one of the main things people They'd be, be saying, fed up. They'd be fed up. Like, I'm tired of that. Because if you get divorced, you get a break because you get the 50-50 split. Right. <laughs> right. So if you sit down and have, you know, some clear communication and a great time to have this clear communication is after the intimacy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect time. If you enjoyed this intimacy... It can happen more, but the thing is, my to-do list is long. <laughs> and if you can help me out with this to-do list, I can help you out with this intimacy. I got more time for you, baby. <laughs> I <don't> want now. <laughs> That's facts. Okay. But share responsibility is is such a good one because listen, it's twenty twenty three. Yeah. Like everybody need a little help, okay? Like oh, if I'm cooking dinner. You giving the kids a bath, that makes the time go by so much faster for us to get to where we can get with each other. 
Yes. We get the kids fed and settled. We get to our time. So like, let's, let's divide and conquer here. Yes. Divide and conquer is always the goal. And the thing is, sometimes when, especially in the mom's position, mm-hmm. a lot of times the dads really don't know all that we do. Yeah. That's and so they have no clue the areas that we need help with. There's things on our to-do list that they don't even know nothing about. They don't even know it exists because things just appear. Things happen. Yeah. The, the the kids, they don't know if the kids went to the doctor. <laughs> no. I saw this girl on TikTok. She said, if you want to get full rights to your kids, when you get to the court, um, tell the judge, I, will, I should have the full rights because he don't know the doctor's name. He don't know the teacher's name. He don't know. Um, he, she just she just started naming all this stuff. And she was like, he's here, sir. He don't know the doctor's name. He don't know the teacher's name. He don't know what time they got to be at school. He don't know this. He don't know that. Yeah. He, he don't know where the basketball practice is held at. Wow. The, the other parent is right there. And surely. He got no answers. He don't know the doctor's name. He don't know where the doctor's office is at. He don't wow. know. The doc, he don't know the teacher's name. Wow. And so I took that upon myself to ask my husband, what is the child's <laughs> I had to make sure he knew, okay? Mm-hmm. But yeah. honestly, the shared responsibility, it, it really goes a long way. It really does. And I, I definitely appreciate that about... um my husband, because he tries, he wants to be included on certain things. It's a lot, it's still a lot that he don't be knowing that go down. Yeah. But um, it's fine because he takes care of so many other things as well. But when it's everything is one-sided, that's a recipe for disaster because once you get fed up and overwhelmed, it's too late. Yeah, it's too late. And then the and then the partner is just like, I had no idea. You never said anything. Why didn't you <laughs> say anything? It's like, bro, you just think these things magically appear in the house. They magically happen. Like everything is just magically taken care of, huh? <laughs> yeah, you're like your deodorant just magically shows up. Okay, because it's on my list. <laughs> exactly. Um, another big one is supporting each other's goals. Um encouraging and, 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 you know, encouraging one another to go after the things that they aspire to do. I think when in the beginning of a lot of relationships, that's something that could connect you to the person is where, you know, they're supportive or, you know, their interest and the things that you're interested in, like makes you guys come together. But a lot of time as time goes by, you know, those things get further and further apart because you feel like I have so many things I have focused on. I don't have time to worry about like what you're focused on as well. But sharing your goals with one another keeps you bonded, keeps you connected, keeps you in tune with what's going on um, with each other. And the more you support your partner, the better they feel about like what they're doing and what they're pursuing. And overall, it's better for your family because- a person who feels like they have support feels like they can conquer the world. So each, uh, just supporting each other and each other's goals is like really, really important. Yes. Especially when, um, like for anybody trying to get to a goal is hard enough mm-hmm. and feel like you're doing it on your own can be so overwhelming. So just having that support for one another, 
because it works for you too. Like if you're being supportive of them and they're being supportive mm -hmm. of you, that mm -hmm. bounce back, that energy, it goes a long way. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. showing interest in one another, like some... Like we're talking about reigniting a flame. So if the flame is dwindling and you're like going further and further apart, when you peak interest in something that they have going on, it kind of like wakes them up a little bit. Like, oh, you care about me? <laughs> yeah. And the thing like, is, they're gonna you care get about what I have going on. <laughs> right. And then and I think the part where people start to separate is because when you're with somebody for a long time, mm -hmm. they start to get into interest that you never thought they would ever get interested in. Mm -hmm. I, I've shared before on here that my husband got into bowling. Mm -hmm. and although I do enjoy boiling, bowl, boy, bowling. <laughs> uh -huh. And I even did a lot of bowling when I was a kid. I was in bowling teams. Mm -hmm. As an adult, I hadn't quite like, wasn't as into it, you know? Right, right. Still, you know, I had to be supportive and still show up for him and still go to tournaments and all that mm -hmm. stuff and it really made a difference for us to be there and to be supportive mm -hmm. and so it really goes a long way and just because your uh, partner is getting into something that you're not interested in mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you stop showing up for them you right. know you still have to show up right yeah that's so true and speaking of showing up for them sometimes you got to show up for each other in counseling okay Hello. Hello. <laughs> Don't be afraid to get you some better help. And this ain't an ad. They're not paying us. Okay. <laughs> we got to stop saying their name until they pay us. Okay. <laughs> We're going to go submit this clip to them tonight. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, don't be afraid to get some counseling. Even I, yeah. um, even I feel like churches, they usually have somebody that is able to. Um, counseling. Mm-hmm. Sorry, they even have somebody that has counseling ability and mm -hmm. just don't be afraid to seek counseling. Now, what I will say is do not, do not together speak with your friends about your business and go to your friends for the counseling. I feel, oh, like, yes. <laughs> I feel like that's like a recipe for disaster. I will say if you, if your significant other has a good friend that they're able to talk to. I feel like that is oftentimes beneficial. Mm -hmm. Depending on what your the conversation is about, I mm -hmm. always think like be careful about having those types of conversations with outside people because outside people can have different motives. Outside mm -hmm. people have their own experiences. They're not mm -hmm. licensed to right. navigate some tough conversations. Mm -hmm. So you know, at the same time, you have to protect your marriage. Mm -hmm. Seek counseling, but also, mm -hmm. you know, be aware be who you share with. Yeah. yeah, I would say like with the sharing with friends uh, tip, because within my marriage, we have other couples that we have both approved mm -hmm. that this is a person that we trust you to go to, because yeah. oftentimes if you're having an issue with your partner or whatever, sometimes you just need a safe place to go to, yeah. uh, to talk to someone where, you know, they're not going to be biased and a therapist or a counselor is the best choice. But right. sometimes you need to just, you know, just kind of talk through some things with someone. Right. I would say, be sure to have that person approved on both sides. Yeah. Like you sit down and you say, Hey, 
I trust this person's judgment. I trust that they're not going to be biased. I agree that if we ever have an issue, I approve you to go share my business with this person. Right, right. You got to be approved. Approved or this couple. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't want you just going to talking to any random friend that you have. And I don't trust that person. You not know what I'm all. saying? Not so I think it's important to have that conversation with your partner ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Like we, me and Brenda talked about this. Like, you know, like, What's one couple that we think that we would both feel comfortable with going to? Right. And we decided, okay, cool. That's who we go to. Now, most of the time for us, we would just go to my parents. They're our marriage counselors. But, um, and my parents are also marriage counselors for a lot of the couples at our church. So like Nicole said, excuse me, sometimes if you can't, um, find an outside therapist. Do check with your church or your within your community to see what resources they have available. Um, but yeah, a licensed therapist or a counselor is always the the best. Yeah, because it going to that counseling session can also rekindle your flame because you can go there and you can find out. You know, you didn't realize what you were doing it was affecting your partner in this, that, or the other right. way. And being able to get to the bottom of that can actually be like, oh, wow, like, you know, I can yeah. area or, oh, wow, you didn't mean it like that. And that ability to kind of let your guard down and mm-hmm. get the answers that you've been looking for can help you, you know, get your relationship back on the right path. Yeah. Sometimes a mediator is all that's needed, like especially yeah. if it's something that's like small, it may seem like a huge issue, but when you break it down, it's really not as big as an issue as you thought it was when you have the right person mediating and, you know, kind of helping you get there. But right. digging deeper can be scary because when you dig deep, you might find something that you weren't expecting to find. Yeah. But also when you dig up that root of what it is, you can grow after, like you can move forward. Yeah. So I know it's scary sometimes to dig up those things that are deeply rooted in us. Right. But if you want to reach the height of where you really can go, you have to get rid of that stuff. You have to uproot it. You have to talk about it so that you can heal from it. Yes, most definitely. Especially when you're in a relationship. Because it's going to come up. Yeah, either way it's going to come up. So Whatever is deeply rooted in you, that issues that you have, is going to come up because that's the person that's the closest to you. You spend every day with this person. And something gonna trigger something, and it's gonna come up one way or the other. So you might as well deal with it if you can get ahead of it. Yeah, deal with that. The last one that I have is surprise gestures. Mm. Now, knowing your partner is important in this because some people do not like surprises, but it doesn't have to be huge. A surprise gesture could be my partner loves Snickers. Mm. When I go to the store today, I'm going to pick up a Snickers and I'm going to leave it on their pillow or their desk or whatever. That's a surprise gesture. something they were not expecting. Right. Or it could be, um, well, mostly women listen to this podcast. But if it's a man, some men might like flowers. Hey. Yeah. Get them some flowers. I saw um, a video where the guy was saying, like, men only receive flowers when they're dead. And... You know, that's deep. Like, what do you give a man, like, when they achieve an accomplishment or something? Women get flowers for everything. Yeah. Give, maybe give him some flowers. He might shed a little tear, honey. He'd be so surprised. <laughs> like, you got me flowers. 
<laughs> but something special, like if you know they like, I don't know, a specific artist or something, and that artist is doing a $20 concert down the street, get the tickets. Yeah. You know, something I've really been into lately is customization. So like, mm. um, I have a girl that I follow uh, into cool stuff and she has a, she has a Etsy account in her own store and she just makes a lot of custom stuff. And so like for Father's Day, I made custom dad stuff and just like mm. sometimes a little cute little custom gift, a little Etsy, a little, you're number one, you're doing amazing, like a cute little custom thing that's you know 20 25 like it goes a long way like mm -hmm. it's surprising and it's customized you know that you know you put thought and energy into it mm -hmm. and it goes a long way yeah or even like um getting a little gift card like if your husband oh. works outside of the home and he yeah. eats lunch you know this is his favorite lunch spot give him a little gift card like hey lunch mm -hmm. is on me today or um sending him a little note putting a note putting a little sticky note on the uh, the steering wheel before they go to work in the morning. Get your major points, okay? <laughs> okay. I'm thinking of you today. I hope you have a great day. Uh, try not to stress too much. Whatever. Just something to let that person know that you have been thinking of them or that you're on their heart, you're on their mind. Writing a little prayer or shoot, pulling them in and just praying for them. Yeah. Men carry a lot of weight. Like men that that carry the household, that are stand-up men, stand-up fathers, they carry a lot of weight. Even if it's two people working in the household, they they feel the weight on their shoulders that if something happens, it's on me. Yeah. And so that's something that they carry every single day. So covering them in prayer um, letting them know that you see them, letting them know that you're here for them. It, it goes a very long way. That's something that's special, especially if it's something that you don't do all the time. Right. Um, you know, that's what special means, something out of the ordinary, something that you don't always do. So whatever that special gesture looks like, um, I think that's a really good tool to reignite the flame, especially if y'all have just been like this, for a very long time, they're going right. to be shocked, child. They ain't going to know what to do. <laughs> they ain't going to know what to do. They were like, you thought about me? You like, thought about me in six years. You <laughs> <laughs> don't forget. They're be like, is she going cuckoo? Like, what's going on? But the more you do it, the more it becomes a thing. And then you probably will receive the same. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. All these things help improve your quality of life. Enjoy your life. Like what's the point in being married and having a partner if you can't enjoy life together, if you can't enjoy each other? You can get to that place. Even if you're not at that place right now, it's not impossible for you to get there. Taking these small steps and gestures will get you there. Yes. And a lot of times if you don't your partner may not know what to do, instead of sitting back and say he need to do it why he ain't you know what i'm saying do your part do what you can all you never, try. that's all you can do is try that's all you can do we're encouraging 
longevity, prosperous, beautiful, fun, loving marriages. That's what we're speaking over everybody who is listening to this podcast. We hope that you guys have learned something. We hope that you guys will take in some of these tips and try some things. If you guys have any tips for us, make sure you guys leave us comments in the DMs. You can send us an email. Um, and just let us know what you guys think of this episode. And if you have anything to add to the conversation, we would love to hear from you guys. Make sure you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and also follow us on Instagram at Somebody's Mama Pod. And we thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.